time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Man, it's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kemp, but some ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. And you know we feeling good, feeling great as usual. Coming at you with another one. Uh, another Big Cali World episode. And I got my brother here. One of my favorite cooks in the game. My personal chef. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this man has traveled the world cooking. Touched touch down from the IE to Italy. Yeah. And we're going we gonna to touch on everything, man. You, you can see him on Food Network. The, he just he just killed that shit on the restaurant stakeout. It's crazy to hear that now. See him on Food Network. That's crazy. Man. Oh yeah, That's trust crazy. me. No, I, you got to <laughs> give you that thing, man. For all y'all don't know, for all y'all that don't know, this is Trendy Chef, man. Come on, Big Cali World. What's up, player? How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Man, feeling good, feeling great, man. Getting ready, man. You got me up early doing this. <laughs> <laughs> been up from five this morning working out, man. Got yeah. I got one of the best, it's crazy. I got one of the best trainers in the world in my kitchen right now with enough omelets, man. For real? This man, so that- this, this man has traveled the world, done it all, man. They're, when it comes to any training, any kind of working out fitness, there's nobody better, man. What's his name? Go ahead and shout him out, man. We got Rock from Rock Lifestyle. He'll be over here in a minute. He whipping it up. Okay. Uh, Rock from Rock Lifestyle, man. It's just, just, we met. We actually met on a movie set. It's a crazy thing. Um, Damn. Met on the movie set, man. Both grinding. Um, really the only black dudes on the movie set. So we was like, hey, man, what's going on? What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Yep. How you doing? I for sure got to ask him some fitness questions when he come on here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to ask some fitness questions for sure. I asked him a couple at the end. We'll, we'll say that to the end, man, right before we wrap it up. But what I want to talk to you about is, man, how the hell have you been adjusting to this quarantine, man? Man, um, I've done stuff I never thought... I would do in my life, man, like yard work. <laughs> like, like, how we doing? I'm doing yard work. That's Rock and Rock Lifestyle right there. What's up, G? What's up, man? Everybody's tuning in. We eating, we eating omelets, man. We got the omelets. We got the omelets going down. Man. So what? break down, break down what's in that omelet, man. What, what we got going on, man? First thing I got to mention is it's all seasoned lightly with Trendy Chef seasoning. If y'all don't know what that is. Ooh. Um, hey. I, really? It's crazy because for the last year, before I even put the Trendy Chef seasoning online, I only used that seasoning for the last year. Nothing else. I've never used another seasoning in the year. So, Coke Clean, all those meals you prepared for me, my my Thanksgiving, when you met Cook for my family, my Christmas gumbo, all uh, the 9010 conference when you made the gumbo burritos and you made... Uh, and we sold out of them. They yeah. sold... They, you you couldn't keep up with the meat. They wanted more. You sold out, yeah. So you were using the Trinity Chef seasoning that whole time? The whole entire time before I even put it out, man. So what is in this seasoning, play? If you now you don't have to give me every ingredient, of course, because I know it's gonna be motherfuckers trying to write it down. But, <laughs> but yeah, give me the okay. basis. Man, some paprika, some garlic, uh, you know, some black pepper, a yeah. um, little bit of turmeric in there. Um, gotta have a white pepper. I actually never my first time using white pepper on anything else besides because I was in I was in Thailand for a, a minute for three months, man. I'm steady abroad, and um, to make beef patsy, which is one of my favorite Thai dishes. What's it called again? Beef patsy. 
What is that? Break that down. I ain't never yeah. heard of that in my life. It's sound fire though. Oh yeah, let me let me show you a picture of it too. But beef Pepsi U man is basically like drunken noodles. Um, it's all soy sauce based, and um, it's one of my favorite Thai dishes. I only get beef. I really don't get like chicken from places. Yeah, um, me neither. I've been I've been I've been laying off the beef lately. Like it's yeah. crazy. Like my because you know I had surgery. Yeah. I had weight loss surgery, so yeah. my stomach can only like digest so much. Yeah. I've noticed over the past quarantine, I've became, you know, I was running with that plant-based Big Cali for the longest. Oh, yeah. That that almost didn't. It, it, it worked for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can see that. Ooh, wee. Right there. So it's the drunken noodles. And if you get this from anywhere and they put American broccoli in it, don't, don't order it. Walk out. So it's supposed to be Chinese what? broccoli. A Chinese broccoli. Chinese broccoli. That's a little stuck game for you, man. That's yeah, a little stuck for niggas. I learned how to speak Laos, a little bit of Laotian, and um, some Thai. So when I go to these restaurants, I order in their language, and they look at me crazy. They're like, "How do you know?" But then they give me respect. How do you? How do you know that? I'm trying to. I'm trying to speak Italian so I can oh, so well, I can order my shit in Italian, man. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. That'd it was ever dope. since I heard Kaye uh, uh, spit that bar. He was like, "I shop so much, I can spit Italian. I can speak Italian or something like that." I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I want to shop so much, so I can speak Italian. I want to know what that's about. Like, where you yeah. just got us? <laughs> yeah, because in, in Thailand, where they have actually a loud version, it's um papaya salad. They have it the Thai version. And then they have the Laos version, and the sauce is called Badak sauce. Mm. Badak sauce is a black, it's a pure black sauce that comes to your table. With And then you're like, like I'm talking about pure, dark, dark black. And you're like, what is this? And I don't even know. But it's the spiciest thing. Then they come with a half a gallon of milk. They know you're about to die. <laughs> like, that's so, wait, they, they kill you with the fucking ghost pepper chili sauce or whatever that shit is. <laughs> and they give you the milk on the side with a, with a, with a waiver? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know they come with the milk. You know, it's crazy. Hey, give me a trust. I don't want no milk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, hey, how about this? I don't give a fuck. I don't trust nothing <laughs> that is... I don't trust no meal that comes with milk. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That if it comes with milk, I ain't fucking with you. I would, I want that as an option. I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> if you're like, no, you're gonna need this. I don't even want you're like, nah, I'm, I think I'm lactose intolerant. I don't even want that. <laughs> oh, milk. And that's me too, man. I only drink almond milk, and I don't drink, I can't drink regular milk. Me, I'm, a, I'm a plant-based guy. Yeah. Uh, I do plant-based. I really kind of stay away from all that dairy. Yeah. So, are you mostly just to ask you a question, right? Are you plant based? Your most of your diet? No, I'm not. Actually, um, I am what you call a caveman diet. Okay. Is that keto? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a paleo diet. Um, in a sense, um, understanding using your using your calories to adjust for your lifestyle. Um, not not making your body do something it shouldn't be doing out of protest. <laughs> right. So what I usually do is I take, I use my carbs to the best of their ability. Um, I don't stray away from them because they're part of life. Right. Now, how are you guys staying so healthy and eating during this quarantine? Because I'm gonna be real with you. It's easy to go to a restaurant and order 
you know, Alaskan, Alaskan, uh, excuse me, Alaskan baked salmon with Brussels sprouts and the good uh, quinoa and all that shit. Like, it's good to order down the fly, but whipping that up on a Thursday after you've been working all day <laughs> at home, probably dealing with kids, running around. That corn dog looks a lot good, or that that burger looks fire. Like, all right, we can just call. We might as well just call DoorDash or whatever one of these little food services and get that. How are y'all been? Because I know, Chef, you've been posting hella food shit on your page still. Yeah. Your shit ain't stopped. Nah, you're man. still out here inventing shit. And before we go into, like, you know, all the other stuff you've been doing during this quarantine and your show and all that, I want to know for people, because they always ask questions, how you come up with this shit, bro? I, I get that so much, man. To be honest, I don't know how I come up with this. Like, I have no idea. Like, the, like the waffle cone thing... Cause you, be at, Cause you make shit with all things that's at everyone's house. It ain't yeah. like you, it's not like you're out there seeking like the special, you all, you have dishes like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones you post for the people. Yeah. They be like, oh yeah, I took some waffle batter mix, uh, some leftover sausage from yesterday, some vegetables from the day yeah. before, and somehow made spaghetti or something like that. <laughs> that's why they, they reached out to me for the Food Network show. Like they reached out to me and they said they've been seeing my page and a lot of people was telling them about my page. I was like, man, that's dope. Like people telling y'all about my page. And it was like, man, they've been telling us about you for years. And uh, they said you're perfect for this grocery store game show because it looks like everything you use is just random ingredients you just put together and make something. And that right. was part of the show. So that's how they reached out to me. But I don't know, man. I just be thinking like, man, what's different? What what are people scared of? What what are other chefs scared to do? Let me put let me do a surf and turf. Mac and cheese. Oh, that's normal, but let me throw it in a waffle cone. Let me throw it in an ice cream cone to get that spicy and that sweet from the cone. So if you break off the cone and you kind of uh, kind of powder that in there, like break it up, crunch it up real nice, you'll get that crunchiness that and that crunchy uh, base. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, kind of the sweet texture yeah. from, the, from the waffle cone. It makes sense, man. With that the savory awesome. of the mac and cheese yeah. coming together. That's a match made in heaven. The Cajun shrimp, and then we got the, the steak in there, so everything makes sense. You got some spicy, the shrimp spicy, but leave the, the steak not spicy. You leave, leave the mac and cheese normal, but then you get the sweet. So you get the sweet spicy, then you get that you know that balance of no sweet, no spice. Mm. When you eat mac and cheese by itself, that's. Hey, you know what's crazy? When I was watching um, the Food Network show, when I was watching the uh, restaurant steakout, yeah, I, I would be real with you. It was a part of me when I was watching, I was like, this just look here cheat code for this nigga. And I'm going to be real. I don't think the average cook comes into the gate like, okay, how can I make the most craziest dish with the most craziest items in the shortest amount of time with yeah. all the pressure on me? Yeah. Nigga, that is how you cook. That's how niggas been cooking since yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's what I was about to say. What, what I think makes him, makes him so creative is because Coming up not having so much allows you to appreciate the small things. Like right. not a lot of people can appreciate the the waffle cone plates that the chips are because guess what? You always had a whole waffle cone. But when you you ain't got it like that, you eat those chips at the bottom of it. So you know, I didn't even think about that. That's real and shit. That, that, that and now, you know, you watching him, he takes ingredients that we've seen in our house all the time. Ramen noodles, 
Um, like those, freaking, uh, those tater tots. Yeah, the tater tots. That tater tot dish was, I don't know how I came. That was Break down the tater tot dish, man, for people that will, because it's, it's going to be somebody like, what the fuck he doing tater tots? <laughs> Did you see the tater tot dish? Bro, I just see so many of your dishes. I can't keep up with them, bro. I'm going to be real with you. Actually, that's actually my intro to my YouTube that I'm creating right now. That's the whole intro. I say tater tots, $5 bag of tater tots. Uh, I actually put them in the oven, and then I put them on the, took them straight out the oven, put them in a pan to get that crispy on them. If you want to mm. get, you know, tater tots come frozen, so you want to get that frost off of there. I'm like, how? what else can I do to this? I threw some nacho cheese on there. I threw some steak on there. I threw a lobster tail on there, some scallions, that thing. And I smoked it with that dome, that smoking dome that I brought for the, uh, for the pull apart. So the whole thing, it, it, it's crazy. Like that thing, that thing where I ain't never, and the flavors in that was crazy. And I'm like, you know what? Somebody hit me up. I'm like, that's your niche, bro. Like you just take, you don't notice that you take normal ingredients like tater tots and like pop tarts and stuff. We do like the homemade pop tarts and all that and puree. Homemade pop tarts. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Instead of because you know the pop tarts in the store come, it's all kind of sugar, all kind of craziness in it. And you can just make the pastry yourself, puree the strawberries, actual strawberries yourself, make the pastry. You got a homemade pop You know, it's funny. You, this is, it's, I always bring it up every time I talk to you because my father was a chef, if people don't know. So it's funny how y'all chefs talk, how things are so simple. But yeah, you understand that was, you You started, the first thing you said was make your own pastry. I'm checked out at that point. <laughs> the average person. <laughs> Look, I don't know. That's it right there. Ooh, we. Okay. No, I can see that. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was crazy right there. But that's the intro, the whole intro to the YouTube. This YouTube about to be on another level. People don't even know. This is the first time I'm mentioning anybody. Yeah. I got a YouTube. So you got a YouTube channel coming. Is that exclusive? Big Cali World exclusive? We got the Trendy Chef YouTube coming in hot. Been talked about for years. And I'm doing it the right way, man. You want to you get paid off your work. You don't want to just talk to me and not get paid from the work. People don't know. Um, you know, some, I don't know if I should give out too much free game. But you definitely want to do your research, man, and make sure you are getting paid for your views. Um, you, don't, you don't get paid until you get your first thousand views and your first 4,000 hours of watch time. If they don't watch your stuff for 4,000 hours, no money's coming. After that, yeah. uh, and, and YouTube, I know so much about YouTube and the payment. YouTube pays every 21st of every month. That's how much I'm into it. I know what paydays. Wait, my <laughs> nigga knows when the check is coming. <laughs> every 21st of every month, man. So it's YouTube bill collector, right? <laughs> 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 hey, 21st uh, every month. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But, but Trendy, man, look, let's, I want to talk about first, like, I want to talk about this Food Network shit, though, because I was telling you, yeah. I thought, you, when I watched it, I was like, wait a minute. Because I remember you did the 9010 conference for us, okay? And you, when you cooked for us, like, just to give a little context, like, I remember it was a little hectic because you're like, hey, bro, I just got an offer to do Food Network, and they want me to film this day. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do your event, because I got to do it. I was like, bro, as a real nigga, I can't tell you not to do the Food Network show. Like, fuck my event. He was like, what? Because I remember your voice. Yeah. I was like, I'm not telling you not to do it, but 
Nigga, we need you. That's what yeah, I had nothing. Like, what could I, I didn't know what to do? It was like the real nigga in me. How about this? The business side of me, because we had an event to do. I was like, oh my God, we're not going to find another trendy chef. I don't want to order fucking Costco pizza. So I don't know. What to do. I was just fucking like, okay, this is going to get crazy. And then you literally made it work and you pulled up. Cook sold out, and then the next weekend they somehow maneuvered it so you could do both things because you told them straight up. Yeah. That's what I was like. Wait a minute, this is real. They really want to fuck with this motherfucker. They don't do shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and they don't reach out to people usually either. People usually go and fill out the application on their website. And so they that. reached out to you. They reached out to me. They wow, out to me. look at God. My DM was like, "We got a new show called Supermarket Steakhouse." I was like, what? And I was like, "We usually don't reach out to people." I can't say a restaurant steakhouse. It's supermarket steakhouse. Sorry, I'm high. My bad. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I got to say, though, I got a lot of respect for the Food Network because I've been watching everybody been watching, you know, growing up. You know, people think certain things were staged. It was nothing staged. It was no... I'm so glad you went that. That was the first thing I was going to ask you. I'm like, all right, come clean, my nigga. Were they like, all right, cut. And then you got like more time to cook and you yeah. had like an extra five minutes or something. I always wondered. I went into it thinking like, oh yeah, they're going to cut the clock because nobody, nobody, when you see these shows, nobody really runs out of time without nothing on their plate at all. Exactly. Like how do they? That's, that's when the process of them being so picky, it's months of process of picking which steps. They got to look at the background where you work, how many restaurants. They don't, they really make sure they find these top chefs. The top, the chefs I went against were not a joke. You know? Like, they, first of all, even like the Asian dude that lost the first round, he's, yeah. been, he's been on Cutthroat Kitchen. He's been on all kinds of shows already on restaurants. One of his best friends is Jet from, from the Food Network. So he, he knows his stuff. These chefs were amazing. For me to come in. That's crazy. These top chefs that have been cooking for 30 years and all that. I was like, man, I, was, I went in nervous. I was like, when, cause you know, when we got into the lobby and we all met yeah. him and then the lady I went up against last, they were the two that was veterans. And me and the other girl, we were the young, me and the girl that had the dance battle. We was young, never been on TV. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, we've been on all these shows, man. They was just chilling like it was nothing. Me and her, we was hyped up. Like, yeah, man, when we gonna record, man? Let's see, what we, what we doing? Woke us up at five in the morning we in a parking lot, cold in Arizona at five in the morning. Never been to Arizona. I'm like, hey, what's Arizona? Okay. That desert morning coldness. I know when it's that dude, that dude hits that parking lot. No trees to block the wind. Nothing. Nothing. In my mind, I was like, I just need to get through this first round and I'll be all right. Because of course, the first round is the only round where you can't look in the bags. You don't know what's in it. They make so, the first round the hardest one. Let's give it a little context for people that may have not seen the show. The way the show works is, for people that don't see it, everyone should tune in. It's on Food Network. I got it on the Food Network app. It was real easy. Season two, episode seven, I think. I could be, uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, but what it is, is it's four chefs on the show. And they go to a, a regular, like a normal ass shopping center, random shop, like a shopping mall where, where the uh, grocery stores are. 
and they literally wait for people to come out with their basket and they got like 500 or like a good amount of money 500 and they literally are buying motherfuckers groceries each round but they have 500 for the whole contest see I thought they give you more money each round no you made that shit I was like okay this is where the real nigga and him got to lie like he got to know when to come in he got to know when to I was like okay you see I spent too much the first round man you dropped like 300 like two I was like come on man half the dough you were just nervous I could see it you just need you like okay I need as much shit right now I see it I saw it I was like okay and then Go ahead. I was gonna say, then you came in with the second round, and then you spit like almost the least. Yeah, like you're like, okay, hold up, wait, I gotta. I, you're that confident you're getting so, to the third round. Was my once they said, you know, because they they don't tell you. That's why I have respect for the Food Network. They don't tell you ahead of time. None of that. We don't know what we about to cook. Nothing. So you had no idea what the dishes were at all. It was no right when that action, and then they told you right there when the cameras are on. Right when the cameras on, we had no idea. That's why I was like, man, this is this is real. Like in the growth, and the only thing that the shoppers can see, the shoppers were. I thought everything. I was like, man, these shoppers stay. Do they hire these? These are real shoppers. And the only thing it's saying, it don't say a show. It don't say nothing. It just says. Um, Super, it only says so. It says Food Network is filming here as they're walking in. That's all it says is a little sign right there. So, hey, that's so awkward. Then, if you, I thought they at least told you because I'm like, wait a minute. So, if I was walking, and like, hey, what's up, man? Look, I need all your groceries and I got some money. What up? Talk yeah. to me. <laughs> uh, see, it's all real. That's why I got, man, I got a lot of respect for that. Food man. Network is tight as shit for that. That's some real ballsy yeah. shit. I'd have been like, I don't know. Around just, just with. Nigga, you know how bad if I was walking and so offered me a two hundred dollars and all I spent was like ninety four. Yeah. Like run it, yep, let's go. All Oreos in your bag. Right? Like, <laughs> hey, it was some dude. He was he was like I saw it was like some old older white dude. He came up. He was like, hmm, well, he's offering me seventy. I'll take one fifty. I was like, God damn, nigga, you only spent like sixty. Yeah. He came up on like one ten. Then it became like some Shark Tank shit. So it was like Shark Tank because it was all in negotiation. Yeah. And then it was like cooking. I was like, Oh, this show's a lot right now. Hold up. I am the first chef. Well, me and the chef that I went to get, Chef of Hope, the first chefs in Food Network history or any show to do a dance battle on the Food Network. <laughs> and Alex Quinticelli, she uh. Uh, she Let's on, go. She put on her her thing, like asked me a question. I was like, "Was Trendy Chef the first one to do a dance battle on the or to do a dance or something?" She's like, "Yeah, the first one ever." And I was, uh, and I reposted that. I was like, I was really "That's what you have to do to set yourself apart." <laughs> yeah, that's it's entertainment. It's television. I got, I got to tell some. I think I so those people bet. And I ain't gonna say who. So when you first. When the camera's on, we're out there at five in the morning. So the first round is the hardest round for two reasons. We're out there at five in the morning. The grocery store opens at six in the morning. Our first round is noodles. Our, uh, yeah, noodle dishes. Who's buying noodle dishes at six in the morning? I so was that, so tripping on that. You're I right. That's why I bought the second basket. I was like, everybody had noodles. And then the Japanese chef had Japanese noodles. I was like, oh, he in it. That's it. I was like, he, he he got it. And then when I came up with my dish, I was like, you know what? I see a spiralizer in, at the corner of my eye. I saw that. Like, ooh, spiralizer. And then I looked, I was like, I got zucchini. Bam, I know what to do. The only thing I could do. And they they loved the fact that I did that. And it was Now, like, here's why I have a question for you. Did you ever do that prior 
to going on the Food Network. And I was playing with them. I said, I've never, ever made zoodles, zucchini noodles in my life, ever. I've never yeah, How the hell did you know that if you spiral a zucchini and you boil it or however you prepare it, you can make a noodle substance? The only thing in culinary school, I saw spiralizers and I saw it done and never did it because that was in other classes that was, you know, they did different stuff for each class. So it's like, just off this? the eyeball? That's it. I was walking past and I saw it and I and of course in my book it shows you it's a spiralizer. So I never I never used one. I had no idea. It's crazy because I was like, it just makes sense. Okay, let me cut the ends off of each one, put it in there and let me see what happens. Bro, my eye was like this when I saw it turning into noodles. I was like, uh oh. So what would you have done if that didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> my only option was to make noodles from scratch. I had flour. And I, I had everything. I was like, you know what? If I make these noodles and it's too dry, because, um, you know, they had something for us to make the actual noodles if we wanted to. And I was yeah. like, uh-uh. And then I was like, they don't have all the ingredients. I don't have a spray. Were y'all just off of generators in the parking lot? And how did they get full-ass kitchen in the parking lot where y'all was doing that? Oh, no, it wasn't dinner. It was just, it was a grill with propane tank. And you have to cook everything on that grill. So you have to use a grill like an oven. So that's why, that's when the chef come in, you okay, I can't just throw this on there. I have to throw a pan on there, in there, then close it. Um, that's why the second round, they said I was so smart. Because it was like, are you, I was like, to me, it's a chef, it's common sense. It was like, so you're pre, you're pre-cooking on the grill, your sauces. I was like, yeah, because if I just batter this and throw it in a deep fryer, y'all gonna get raw food. I'm about to par cook this. I'm about to uh, cool it down to where it's out of the time temperature danger zone. Go right in the fridge. I'm gonna come back while that's cooling down. Make my batter. With my batter, I had with a corn dog. You have to have cornmeal. I have no cornmeal. I remember they said that they're like, "Is it? Where's the cornmeal? Like, there's no like, how'd you?" I was like, "There's none in the basket. I have no cornmeal. I have water, and flour. I have water, flour, and, and salt and pepper, and that's all I had." And, and it made, and that's how you, but is that why you, it fell apart kind of? And then you had to end up cutting it? It didn't stay so firm? Nah, wow. it fell apart. I ain't gonna lie, it fell apart, not even because of that. It fell apart because someone, another chef, there was a certain amount of fryers, the basket was empty. I could have used that basket, but she was struggling and she was coming over and I let her get the basket. So I put two corn dogs in the same one and that's when they stuck together. Bro. I was like, so you felt, so you felt bad. She got you. She psyched you out. She knew. <laughs> she knew. That was a psych I out. That was so being nice because that could have cost me. That like, could have cost you the prize, bro. And it was open. I was right next to the basket. I could have threw it in. I looked over. She was struggling. She didn't have everything ready. I was like, go ahead, use the basket. I'm going to throw two in one basket. Stuck together. And when it stuck together, I was like, I was confident because that was my round. It's, it's ballpark bite. Anything deep fried, that's my shit. Like, that's what my yeah. whole uh, deep fried. So I'm like, well, I got this. And then it stuck together. I was like, okay, I'm going to make it into some restaurant stuff now. Now I got to cut it and make it presentable. Yeah. Then, like, nobody had a handheld. It would have been it if it was handheld. Because when you go to a ballpark, everything's supposed to be handheld. So um, that's what they was getting all over our head. It was like, this ain't handheld. So I explained to them why I have to cut it. But um, don't, putting that, putting that, um, what's that cheese stick? That mozzarella cheese? What is that? Yeah. Called? Spring cheese. Yeah. Spring cheese in the middle. I don't know how the hell I thought of that. I was just like, you know what? I'm about to you put that. string cheese. So just to bring context to the people for they didn't watch the show, because you still need to watch the show on Food Network. Yeah. It's still exciting. Even though they people know I won, it's still exciting just to watch Bro, it. Bro, I I knew 
I knew you won because people ruined it for me. They <laughs> called me. I'm over here. You didn't tell me shit, first of all. Which I was going to bring up. I don't know what kind of NDA they had you on. But I was seeing you in real life, like a couple months leading up to the air. And you knew you won. And you didn't even mention it to me. I don't even think we brought up the show. Like, we didn't even talk about it. For all I knew, it went bad. So I just didn't bring it up to you. I was like, okay. I, he ain't say nothing. So I ain't going to be like, hey, how's the show? Like, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Just watching that, and then people literally was like, "Yo, Big C, you know, you know, your homeboy is on Food Network right now." That's how I knew it. And then they're like, "Yo, you know, he won." Hold up, he actually know what he doing. I'm like, "Actually know what he doing." I'm like, "That's why I hate niggas." That's, man. that's a big thing. That's a big thing. Why I wanted to get on the Food Network. Clearly, nobody could say nothing. But it's because I make all that crazy fun stuff. Sometimes you use frozen ingredients, and it's fun. Nobody knows that I really actually went to culinary school, studied abroad for three months, went to Florence, Italy. Um, I, I really know what I'm doing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on a show with these chefs that are top chefs. And this is what they do every day. Fancy meals in the restaurant. And I don't do that no more. I'll just be making fun stuff. This is what's going to show people that I can really cook. There's no way that you can say I can't cook with these chefs. Because a lot of right. people that wouldn't have got any noodles wouldn't have made zoodles. People that... On the second I'd have quit. I'd have said, fuck it. I tried. I, I, you're going to make, give me a noodle round at five in the morning. We're like, what the fuck? I'd have went in there and tried to get it. I'd have called one of the homies and been like, hey, can meet me at this grocery store, go in there and buy some noodles and then don't sell to anybody. We couldn't have our phones at all until like the end. Right. Oh, they, so they already knew phones. that that shit. Here's phone, basket, phones. Here you go. We're keeping this in the truck. Um, but they kept saying, I knew it was something big because they kept saying, man, we got a surprise for y'all. Something big. I was like, what's bigger than big? I'm already, I told her, I was like, I'm already on the food network. It could be bigger. So a Mercedes Sprinter van pull up. I'm like, okay, who's in there? Bobby Flay pulled up. And he stepped out of there like a star. And I was like, whoa, whoa, is that Bobby Flay? Yeah, they was like, that's Bobby Flay. He don't judge. He does not, you can look, do research. He does not judge parking lot stuff. He's on a higher level than that. So he don't right. judge parking lot stuff. He judge masters Iron Chef. He judge he judges stuff like Iron Chef from the yeah. big in the world. Michelin star chefs yeah. that own restaurants competing. Yeah. Well, so I never thought about that. Yeah, I've never seen him yes. like guys grocery games or none of them. them. And he does that. He did it because um, Alex Michelle is one of his best friends. And for her to get him on that show and the show that I'm on, I was like, this is big. And then he. Mentioned you, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm Trendy too. Like, he was like, Alex was like, man, he got everybody calling him Trendy. And yeah. Like, yeah, people know people that I grew up with know my name is Steven. Um, yeah. I'm name Jay Sean, so I was going by Jay Sean a lot, but nobody really knew Steven. So I was like, you know, I, I went there. I was like, I'm Trendy Chef. I'm Trendy Chef. Trendy Chef. Trendy Chef. I kept getting that in everybody's head, and everybody forgot my name, Steven. They was like, Trendy, Trendy. And Bobby Flay was like, and she was like, he has everybody calling him Trendy. Like, yeah. yeah. Me. And Bobby Flay called me. It was it. I got so many messages. Oh my God, Bobby Flay called you. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I put it on my Instagram. I was like, hey, bro, I got to remember this moment. I don't give a fuck. Because in the end, not even to be on no fanboy shit. That's fucking Bobby Flay. Yeah, that's we grew up to that motherfucker. That's what people don't understand. Like, even like my dad knows nothing about food network, nothing about cooking, but he knows the show beat Bobby Flay. Everybody yeah. knows Bobby Flay. I've ate Bobby Flay's uh, restaurant in Vegas. Uh, he has like a steak restaurant, I believe, yeah. in the Palms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I dropped my 150. It was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> but yeah, but um, like like I was saying, on the second round, the string cheese thing, 
they thought that was smart. You can even hear them saying, if he pulls this off, that's it. Yeah. He kept saying that. There was like string cheese. And I had Italian, ground Italian sausage. Yeah. Made that into a sausage patty with string cheese stuffed inside. That's never been done. I've and never then deep fried it. It's a corn dog. And I was like, ballpark bites. The only thing I get at the ballpark, when my son go when he was little, we get corn dog. Like corn dogs, corn dog, that's all we can get. Um, and then it, go ahead. No, I was going to say like, when you were doing that and Bobby Flay, can you hear them commenting on how you're cooking? You like, can't why, hear it. why they're out there? Yeah. Like, I can't, you can't hear nothing over there because we're all spread apart. Got you. And then did they like, was there any advice or anything that like he might have told you maybe off camera on end? Or was there anything he might have told you like, hey man, like you got it or this is what you should do or what? any kind uh, of he, he's, he's one of the ones that you can tell when he, because he don't smile. If you'd watch the show, he didn't really crack a full. So he'd never seen his teeth. So when he grinned a little bit, like, and I'm like, all right, I got Bobby Flay right there. And he gave me a high five. I was hoping that they showed that on um, on camera. But yeah. I say, you know, you know, we black. You know where we come from. So we don't pronounce everything like baking powder. I said mm-hmm. baking powder, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, yeah. He's like, so how, what you do instead? I was like, yeah, I'll use a little bit of baking powder. He was like, baking powder? I never heard of it. What's baking powder? I was like, oh, excuse me, baking powder. And then when I said that, he was like, oh, man, we got something now, man. Baking powder. We could come up with something. And they didn't put that on film. Bobby Flay said we could collab on baking powder, actual baking powder that tastes like and smell like bacon. And I was like, because, and, wow. and that's when he gave me a high five. I was like, hey, y'all put that on there. This <laughs> Well, that's why you're here to talk about what we can talk about here because I was curious about that, man. But it's, it was that I know that wasn't your first time competing. You came on Argoon Radio. We've talked about you cooking competitions and even some jive shit that was going on. Yeah, like school stuff, local stuff. And did you feel that this was like gratification once you did this and you're at this stage? Because in the chef world, Food Network is the NBA. I don't give a fuck. You're you're in the league. <laughs> yeah, now people saying celebrity chef, I still don't even see myself as that, but people are saying that before the Food Network. Hey, man, I'm about to say, don't let this show get on. You for show me a celebrity chef because uh, you can for sure go cook for me forever. Yeah. I, as long as you, cause you just my homie. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay you to come by. Yeah. Just, hey, I got some fish in the sink, you know, if you just want to, you know, fuck around. <laughs> I got a lot of messages. You like, man, you so humble, man. You just won the Food Network show. Um, it didn't tell me. <laughs> I didn't know. I had to find out off of hood females in Instagram, and then I finally watched the show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I couldn't tell nobody, man. And uh, just to win, at the end of the day, I was like, man, I won $10,000 cooking in a parking lot. That's rare. Who, who would have thought that? Like, and it ten thousand dollars cooking in a parking lot, and it, it was like everything was going bad for me up until the point I was there. And then even when I was there with the noodles and stuff. But my flight got canceled, right? That's why I, I have to shout out to the Food Network so much. My flight got canceled. It was crazy. It was like completely canceled. They was telling us, no, you got to, the next day, you got to fly out. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to film you to Food Network. This is it. If I don't get there, not only if you don't get there, they don't have backup. They only have four chefs. If one don't show, the whole show is done. So you, you, the show's not filming. So I was like, you know what? I was like, what am I? I was nervous. I was in there. I couldn't sit down. I was walking back and forth. I was like, dang, the flight got canceled. I was about to call. I was on the phone trying to call like the producers and Food Network and stuff. By the time I got downstairs and I got to the, the front, the booth, it was like, 
your your flight's booked already. Like we, they booked, they, they was like somebody booked you another flight. Food Network found out before me that the flight was canceled. Look at God. Yeah, I was wow. like, someone got downstairs. I was like, your flight, your flight was booked like ten minutes ago, and it took me about that time to come downstairs. So they knew instantly. And it was like, no, we getting him on another flight. Like, no. Bro, it was ordained for you to be on that show. They knew not only the show, but I, I don't. And just disclaimer, I'm just speaking this from my I don't know anything. I feel they probably want to fuck with you, bro. Like on some deeper shit. It's no reason leading up to this, everything that led up to you getting on the show. Then from you on the show, you winning and swagging it out. You, yeah. you, you added a personality to the point where I think people who don't even watch the show and maybe not watch it, they're going to remember you as a character. Yeah. Even more so than your food. Your food is amazing. Like, Emerald Lagasse was the first chef, I believe, I remember seeing that was a personality. It was like, bam! Everything, the jazz, the music, like, it was like, it was a show fucking with Emerald. And then when you actually do taste the food, it was, it blew your mind away. And I'm not, not comparing you to him or saying that, but I'm just saying like, bro, you're in that lineage of working towards that. And I'm happy. I can say, at least I know this. I'm seeing the process, bro. Yeah, yeah. I seen it from you coming on Argoon Radio. You can look at some of the old episodes of you coming on and you talking about like, hey, I want to be in Food Network. I want to do this. I want to work with this. You were talking about a, a cooking a cooking competition out in Temecula and stuff like that. You were talking about it and your woes with that. And now it's like, you're on the brink of finally being pro. Yeah. Honestly, the way I can explain it, getting signed, getting drafted. Yeah. And as a chef coming from the Illinois Empire, coming from Reno Valley, that that's huge, bro. It's dope how Reno Valley, man, like, just, just backing me up on everything. Like, people from Reno Valley um, coming out. And there's a lot of people that hit me up. I didn't know you from Reno Valley. I was, like, when I was in Reno Valley. I was no good to hang out with. You didn't want to be around me. I was bad. I was real bad. And everybody that know me, they let's know, go. They know that's like, I'm going to ring the yeah, I was That's how I met you. That's yeah. how I met you. I was the one shooting dice in the corner over there with all the girls, all the crips. Like I was, the, I, I was no good. So when they and then Marino Valley matters posted me, and a lot of people because everybody if you're from Marino Valley, you know about Marino Valley matters. So the whole city of Marino Valley, like, man, he was on Marino Valley. I saw you on Marino Valley Matters. They post a whole little article on me, put me on their Facebook, and they they follow me. They show love. They don't even follow a lot of people, and they don't post a lot of people either. So like, I was going Marino Valley Matters. People reaching out. Um, I actually got some a few magazines. Can't say what, but a few magazines. Um, I'm I'm being in a few magazines soon. Uh, real okay. soon. So there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. But. Trendy man. Quick, I have two questions before I let you go because I don't want to, y'all know I can't keep you that long. I know you're busy, but one thing I want to ask you is I know throughout this quarantine time, we all been in the house. Yeah. We're stuck here. We're trying to get it together. We're staying safe, but we got to eat clean. And yeah. I would think from being home, this should be when people lose weight the most, but yeah. I'm not seeing it. And it's crazy. I just know how God where you got rock your personal trainer here. Yeah. And it's kind of, I want to ask him a question. Y'all both can collab on this answer because I'm really serious. Um, and introduce yourself again, man, for the people that don't know, man. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? My name is Rashad Bailey. Call me Rock from my lifestyle. Um, I am a lifestyle coach, lifestyle mm -hmm. coach. 
So I'm not just a personal trainer, guys. I, I apologize. My fault, brother. Yeah. That's like when people call me cook. Like a, when they call a chef a cook. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> so, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to ask you a question then. What are some simple recipes that you feel that it can come from everyday items in your head that you could just go that people are just missing that you're like, why are you doing this? You could just eat this as good substitutes throughout the day. That's maybe high in alkaline, high in alkaline. I, I keep saying it wrong. Maybe I'm saying it right. right, right. I don't know. Yeah. What are some great recipes you think that for the people? Because uh, I've been doing a lot of seafood and I've been using your Trinity Chef seasoning on the shrimp. And let me tell you. How's that? Wow. <laughs> wow. You yeah, did it with that. That's not even a plug. That's like real. <laughs> just like talk. Bottle, man. He, uh, yeah. You know, I had to get it. I, yeah. like, I use it myself. Um, well, you want to go first? You wanna... well, well, I would say the main thing is actually for me, I tell a lot of people, figure out your proteins first. Every time you go to the store, most people try to cook for a dish. Stop doing that. You know you like protein. You want to you want to mix it up. So actually, go and shop for your proteins. Once you prop for your proteins, then go shop for your vegetables. This allows all the outer layers of the restaurant. I learned that in a food class when I when I went to my nutrition class. They're like, stay the fuck away from the middle of the store. It's nothing for you. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. That's where all the preservatives and all that that stuff, man. That's actually going to break you down. Right. Um, this is the reason why a lot of people. Um, it's gaining weight right now. Everybody's used to a fast pace of life because you're usually going to work, coming home, want to pop something in real quick. But now is the time to actually, you know, use those little skills and the time management that you do have. So once you buy those things right there, you create a different menu every time you step into your your your, your kitchen. I've noticed that. Not to cut you off, since I've been buying hella like catfish, hella like uh, shrimp, hella salmon, because I've been trying to go more pescatarian. That's my thing, because it's just, just because if my cheat meal is chicken, I feel that's fine. I just, if I'm going to cheat on a meal, like, it's some chicken, and I'm fine. Most pescatarian, like, instead of the fried, you know, we miss fried chicken, you still want that. But I just did some some on my cheat days. I was doing fried catfish. Like, Woo! And that's what to, to piggyback on what he to piggyback on uh, Rashad said. Rock said that's where I feel like every day I'm at a restaurant now because mm-hmm. my palate. I know what I like to eat because I know when I go to a restaurant, I know what I want. Like you know what you want. That's why I hate people that stare at the menu for like thirty yeah. minutes. Like, bro, you know, you have an idea when you smell it. I stare at the menu. Yeah. I read. <laughs> I've been reading the history of the restaurant. I'd be really deep. I respect that. I respect that. But nah, sorry to cut you off. But yeah, so the proteins. When you get the proteins, though, that's where you feel like you're, 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 you're limitless because you can start making things from things and exactly add add a protein to just some rice and veggies in any situation. It's almost five different dishes. Exactly. And I I tell a lot of people because I do a lot of meal prep um, when I'm getting ready for my competitions. I'm also a, a professional bodybuilder. Um, I travel around the world. Um, hey, man, we got to get your ad and everything before the end of this. Hold up. <laughs> Trinity, I love you, brother. I did, he, a professional bodybuilder. Hey, that's what I link with, man. I don't so that's what you're working on. What are you training for, Trinity? You about to fight? I didn't get- <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to... I got to stay in shape during this whole time, man. So go ahead. Who you were saying, though, see so your meal preps and what you've been noticing with that, though? 
So yeah, because you know we're the 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 mindset is oh we got to eat boring and we're getting ready and stuff like that. No, you actually this is the time to actually be a little more adventurous. So what I tell a lot of people go grab some of those vegetables that you normally wouldn't grab. Grab mm. something you wouldn't do, and actually try to cook it. Um, you'd be surprised when what you come up with and you you develop more and more recipes because now once you make something, you're gonna tell somebody else what you made. You're like, oh, you use pumpkin? Like, yeah, I thought pumpkins was only used for Halloween. Like, no, nah, pumpkins are sweet. It's actually I've never in my life cooked with a pumpkin. You just pull by R and I damn a pumpkin. Pumpkin one time. So, yeah, some ground beef, and ground turkey, um, a little bit of raisins in it, and corn. And I think came out good. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds crazy. I'm with it though. It's like it's the, the foodie in me is like, hmm, I would try it. I was, you just gave me a Halloween idea when it does come around with a pumpkin, do some crazy stuff in there. Actually, I don't gotta look. See, that's live. That just happened right now. You see how see what happens when artists get together? <laughs> and and we got we working on something man, special. I ain't gonna say too much, but we we collabing on something that the people never actually seen on my page ever. Um and it's gonna make sense. Uh, one of the best at what he do and the best at what I do. But they, what we collabing on soon and it's gonna be posted all over his page, my page. We need to go crazy. It's something that everybody needs too. I have a, another side note question. Why is it? How long you been doing health, fitness, wellness? How long you been in the industry? Would you say? Um, I've been doing this about I'm gonna say ten years now. Ten years, okay. In the past, let's just say professionally, ten years you've been in this. Why is it that it's so expensive and so you got to go through so many loops just to eat healthy for the average mind? Now, I know before you answer, because I know every health foodie in the world that's going to listen to this is like, what the fuck? You can just cook it yourself and grow it yourself and do it for the average person. <laughs> I'm talking about the Del Taco, Jack in the Box eating motherfuckers, the, the niggas that eat out five times a week. I, when they want to make that switch, it's damn near like quitting drugs. Yeah. And take it from someone that's quit a lot of narcotics in his life. Yeah. And I'm, you know, year and a half sober, thank God. How is it that it's just such a, so many loops? Like, is it the industry? Like, who is behind that? Because it's like a salad costs $8. I can get a burger from Del Taco and some fries and a drink and a cookie for four fifty. That's the government not wanting you to win right there. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can actually answer that question. Um, in your opinion. Yeah, well, it's... It'll be a strong damn opinion, I, I, trust me. And um, a lot of people can actually start listening to this. How much do you think food is supposed to cost? That's the thing about it. Most of the times we think... I've never food. thought about that question once in my life. Exactly. Because sometimes people, we think we're buying food, but we're actually not buying food. When you go to Del Taco and all this other stuff, you're not buying food. That's why it's so cheap. Yeah. That's why it's cheap. It's what are you buying? Um, preservatives, additives, sugar. It's like going to the dope man. I'm telling you, sugar is one of the most um, addictive substances. I said that. I think uh, a soda costs, it's cheaper than, uh, the soda's cheaper than water. Cheaper than water. Soda's cheaper than water. You can get a, a big ass thing of soda. For that, for one twenty-three. Yeah. Dope man, dope man. I'm telling you. With that being said, with the extended, yeah, it gets pricey. But if you are in the trendy kitchen, I got ways around that. <laughs> I got ways around that. And I'm going to tell people, too, 
like a, a lot of people don't like the parboiled rice, right? Look at the ingredients on the parboiled rice. There's only one ingredient on there. So you can get brown rice in a box that's going to take five minutes to cook. And yeah. that was like, it might be like five, six dollars. You can get so much out of that. But parboiled rice, a lot of chefs stay away from that shit. That's one ingredient in there. To me, I was taught to read. If there's not a whole list of ingredients, you can get straight to the point, then that's something good that you should be taking. So if it's hella instructions and yeah, shit and numbers and formulas and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like stuff you can't even pronounce. It's like, what? I don't even know what I'm putting in my body now. Do you, do you feel, because here's where, for someone that I lost, I was 481 pounds. I lost almost 170 pounds because I got weight loss surgery. Thank you. I had weight loss. Like, Trendy knew me when I was really bigger. Like, he used to cook. I used to eat up all his fucking food. Now I can barely, I have to taste everything. I just, just taste, 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 and take it all home and then eat it throughout the week. That's all I do now. Yeah. But what I was getting at is, like, we, man, sorry, I was just thinking, like, when I was going through my process, I just remember it was, like, damn near, like, quitting everything. I was literally having withdrawals. My mood was changing off of sugar and fat. It was easier to give up narcocaine. I'll just say it was easier to give up cocaine, ecstasy, all that shit. It was harder to give up sugar and salt. I'm still struggling with sugar and salt. I'm so glad. Trudy, I got the everything seasoning because now I can be all right. If I just use this, I should be at least okay. At least whatever I, even if it's unhealthy, yeah. If I just use the seasoning, at least cut off some shit. Yeah, yeah. But so so we got something coming for the people. Yeah. I'm guessing Trini Chef, but it's gonna be health and wellness put together. Something yeah. we've never seen Trini Chef do. But I did do a collaboration with two cool chefs. You know, celebrity chef. All you every any celebrity you can think of. Um, I was in the Doctor Sebi cookbook. And I did a, a segment in there, and what I came up in there, man, it's crazy. I'm about to repost that thing. What does Dr. Sabi mean to you? Everything, man. Everything. Like, for me, the stuff that he say, like, literally, you know, the cure to cancer, the cure to all the stuff that he was talking about, all comes through what you eat. Like, you can cure something from what you eat. Because a lot of, if you, if you pay attention and you go to, through a drive-thru, right, Carl's Jr. McDonald's, yeah. it tells you, Right there, right where you're about to handle your money, that this may cause cancer. It's all this bad shit in it. You're handing your money over that sign and giving it to the people. And you're not, and it's a sign right there. So I seen that on what that, that Netflix documentary. Yeah, that's what, that's what fucked me up. When I saw that shit, I was like, oh no. Yeah, it's just all natural. And you're, you're like, it's crazy because most people are like, fuck that sign. Give me that burn. Give me spread up. How about this? I'm 31. I was like that for about 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't always have that sign, though. That sign Hell is- no. Hell no. You used to see Super Size Me. Dr. Sebi is dope, though, man. He just tell you a lot of stuff, and he breaks down why lemons are bad and limes are. Why, um, you know... Wait, lemons? Yeah, lemons. What the fuck is wrong with a lemon? Tell you a lot in his book, like um, I need to just read his book. That's what that's what I need to do. I want to just start instead, but yeah, read his book, man. You break it down. Because my homegirl, I was saying this in the beginning of the show when we were to just you know just shooting the shit. I was talking. My homegirl Sarah, she's literally going. She's doing uh, Ramadan. She's practicing Ramadan, and then literally her meal that when she breaks her fast is all alkaline, clean. 
and she always mentions Dr. Sebi. And I remember Nipsey was mentioning him too. And I remember my homeboy five years ago. I mean, this is when nobody was talking about him. He was like, bro, I had asthma really bad. And he was like, hey, I'm going to give you some CMOS. If you take some CMOS, you'll be cured from, uh, from asthma. It'll just break up all the mucus. That's all it is. Bro, I didn't believe him. I was like, ah, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. When I did my surgery, I never even talked about this. When I did my surgery, when I laid down on the table, they put me under the slit. They put me under, like, you know, to, to take me under to go to uh, surgery. When I, I woke up and I had tubes in my throat and I couldn't breathe, I couldn't talk, but I could feel everything. And they were pumping like mucus out of my throat because the anesthesia wouldn't take in my lungs because I had that much mucus built up. This is like years of Swishers, McDonald's, drugs, just plaqued on. And it just pumped. And I remember just looking, it was just gloves. I hate to get nasty on the morning, but it was just gloves of mucus coming out. And I was like, and then after that, my asthma, I haven't had asthma really that bad since. Like it goes when it's like allergy season or dust, it might come up. But compared to how it was, like I'm not even breathing crazy. I sleep through the night, my sleep apnea is gone. And this is all from like eating better. Cause I really haven't done, I don't work out like that much. I work out enough, but it ain't like, I'm sure you can get me in there and I'll fucking, I'll be buff as Tookie Williams or something. That nigga Tookie was buff. I don't give a fuck with that. If anybody from Cali know, we grew up seeing that picture of that man going like. And it was that dude that used to backyard fight. What was his name? Kimbo. Kimbo Slice, Kimbo he's Slice. big as hell too. Big as hell. Right Corn fed. <laughs> yeah, man. But that those decisions I made, I'm feel like gave me extra years of my life. Yeah. It's good. not even so much about the appearance, whatever. You know, that that's cool. The clothes, I can fit clothes. That's cool. See, you know something? You just said the major exactly. thing. That's worse than investment of paying for food. That's the that's an investment. A lot of keep, people keep saying that it costs so much, but what's more than your life? What costs more than your life? Talk to me. Talk you know, to I mean, me. I, I, I appreciate Dr. Seven because what he does, he takes these, these massive words of everything that was, the health industry have done to us by confusing us mm-hmm. and broke it down to a smaller, smaller unit. Keep, taking it out of their hands, say, quit trusting everybody and go read this yourself. Yeah. Actually, look into your body. Um, I, trust me, I read kinesiology, I study kinesiology, but the best thing I've learned through all of my training is actually seeing what food does to a person's body. Wow. Right. That's what I do. So all these books and shit people keep talking about, they reading and all this other stuff, man, you don't know until you see it at work. Yeah. You gotta see it work, baby. Right. And I, like, I read health shit my whole life. My mom's a nurse. How about that? My mom's a nurse. I know what it is. But I was like, okay, I'm th- I'm 29 now. I was 29 when I made the decision. I was like, all right, I'm 29 now. If I make this decision, I can live the next 50, 60, 70 years of my life in peace. Yeah. Health-wise, I ain't got to be in pain. I can sleep all night. Oh, food. Yeah. It ain't even like me. Like, this is just eating better. That's it. Uh-huh. A lot of people tell me all the time to start posting more healthy stuff. My page is just fun. I might make another page for that, but I just like to have fun. But Trendy, here's the thing. Nothing's wrong with eating that shit 
Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. I, if you eat, if I'm calling you Monday asking for the deep fried catfish, then Tuesday I'm talking about what's up with the omelet, the omelet with the waffle mix, the, the shit that you made, the little towers. Yeah. And then Wednesday I'm meeting up for French toast. I'm tripping. Yeah. I'm yeah. tripping. That's, oh my man, it's fine. Like I deep fried water. Come on now. Who's going to eat a, 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 who's going to eat a plate of deep fried water? So, man, before we get about it here, Trendy, oh, just, talk just about your... Game. By the way, that got... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My bad. You good? Can I hear you? Yeah, I was wondering if it was, it was Okay, go ahead. That, by the way, that Deep Fried Water got 1.6 million views on TikTok, mm-hmm. by the way. So, uh, we, we live with that one. Deep fried water. I want people to watch that. Go to Trendy Chef. Go to TikTok. Go watch. It's on his Instagram. I'm not even going to talk. You just got to see it. Because if I talk about it, you're not going to believe it. It's the weirdest thing you'll ever see. How did it taste? Disgusting. <laughs> I ain't over here lie. I ain't going to lie. It was good. It was disgusting. <laughs> Trendy, man, before we get about it here, man, I want you to talk about your seasoning, your barbecue sauce. I'm happy. Your merch. Okay. Like you guys, I know, I know the movement's coming. What's coming for Trendy Chef? What's coming up? Where can people find your shit, man? Um, man, Trendy underscore Chef is pretty much all my handles on every website. Um, uh, TikTok is Trendy Chef underscore. I mean, I got the seasoning that sold out in less than two hours, and it's fire. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it comes back on May twenty third, man. It's the seasoning right there, the Trendy Everything seasoning. It's okay. everything seasoning. This is my personal bottle at home, so I only use this season. I don't use nothing else. I don't use nothing else. Which is crazy as a chef to say that, because I know my daddy had fucking a a drawer, a fucking cabinet, shit, all full of seasoning. I'll turn the seasoning, I always grab this. I'm like, nope, I don't need that. Nope. And then the only time I use other seasoning is when I'm in the actual restaurant, I'm catering for somebody. And they acquire that specific taste. They want that. Okay. Right now, the barbecue sauce, actually, I think the quantity is low. My phone's blowing up with orders. I think I may have two or three left. That's been blowing up. That went online yesterday. That's about to sell out. I got yours put to the side already. I was just about to say, I'm like, hey, man, you talking about selling out shit. Fuck, hold up. Fuck this interview and fuck these niggas. Where my sauce? (laughs) (laughs) I actually got two 16-ounce bottles for you. The normal size is 12 ounces. That normal everybody's getting. You got two 16 ounce bottles. See how he do? And that's how he bring me back here. That's why I love him. That's why he's my brother. <laughs> you got your two 16 ounce bottles. If, uh, people can grab that now. Uh, once that sell out, that's going to come back on fast. I'm going to make sure when things sell out, that's not sold out for long. The seasoning just hit us with an uppercut. I did not know it was going to sell that much, that it was going to go crazy. Um, I'm calling it now. All distributors, all major markets, all niggas is trying to make some money. Hit up Trendy Chef. Let's get this shit in every store. Let's get this shit in every restaurant. You Fuck it. Yourself, I grab this. If I just seen the ugly. That's guy, tight to me. Like, Man, let me grab this. Dude. That's tight. Yeah. So we don't. We don't. We don't. And it's still the beginning. Stuff might change on it. If you can sell seasoning called Slap Your Mama, I want to see some Trendy Chef seasoning yeah. in the store. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Real yeah. shit, man. But where can people get the where sauce and where can people, I mean, excuse me, the seasoning? Um, we didn't even get into the sauce yet. Yeah, the cheftrendy.com is where you can get all the products. You'll see it on there. A link. Um, more shows, too, man. I got more shows. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to announce it here first, man. I ain't going to say who I'm working or what, but I'm working on a food tour right now. So if you're going on a food tour 
The only thing slowing us down is, of course, this pandemic that's going on. Fucking virus. That's the only thing. I, I was on the show, and all this happened. Right when the show aired, I was supposed to be magazine cover. I was supposed to be out of here. But, you know, stuff slowed down, so I'm slowly now getting into the magazine cover. I'm supposed to be going on a food tour. It's supposed to be like eight or nine states. Um, so that'll be soon. And shout out to Food Gnome. I'm working with them. My food can be delivered in the next, I'll say, three to four weeks. My food can be delivered to your door. My wings, my, that gumbo burrito can come to your door in the next three, four weeks. And for people that don't know, because we didn't even talk about the wings. Nah. Food Network is tight. Okay. I get it. He's the, the he's pro. He's on. He got that. But the hood knows him for the wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Room knows you for the wings. Yeah. This man makes the best chicken wings you will ever fucking taste. You can at me. You can cat. I have. He has fed at least thousand people in front of me eating yeah. wings through events. People. I got the secret to how to make them, and yeah. Uh, donut it. wings. Yeah. You ain't never had a donut wings with sprinkles. This gonna be the first time in history that someone can order some donut wings to their door. Open your front door. You got a bag, trendy chef food known bag with donut wings in it. Um, I just actually added my gumbo burrito. I'm like, why the hell don't I have my gumbo burrito up there? Hold on. It would have been mad as fuck if it was just wings and no gumbo. <laughs> At least you got to throw the gumbo burrito. I'm going to order two of those off top. And I got to shout out to the vegans. All my vegan options that's on my wing name, those will be vegan options on everything. So it'll be vegan options. My wings are going to be delivered to your door, to your doorstep. And uh, of course, I'm going to have to do some kind of promo when it does come down. People have to get a free bottle of this to go with some stuff. But we, it's going down. Shout out to Food No, man. We live. What's Food Gnome? Break it down. Is that like an app? Is that a... Food Gnome is an app, a website. Food Gnome is... Um, so it's something called the Mecco Permit. So it permits you to have an at-home restaurant. And it started during this pandemic. But it's crazy stuff. They've been around for a minute. But you can't... You know, a lot of people that are cooking out of their kitchen ain't supposed to be cooking out of their kitchen because they don't have that permit. This California... Oh, just, California just approved it last January just to prove for people to cook at their homes and actually sell the food from their homes. So, so wait a minute, you're like you're like the dispensary that now you can hate to compare yeah. now you you're the one that got the permit. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you can you can set up your little shop, but yeah. I got the permit. Yeah. If the state comes, I'm paying taxes. They yeah. know what's up with me. I am have a uh someone a part of the training team coming and delivering the food. I'm gonna dish it out, bam, bam, bam. Whoever So now you hiring people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I threw that in for all my niggas in the IE. If you need a job, now that's what you Live, man. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting for people because everybody's high contract food. Now, all you got to do is go on this website app. It's going to be all over my page. You can order. You can see my whole menu and you can literally order anything you want to your door. That's right, man. Last question, and we're going we're gonna to end it on this note. Trendy, you've done a lot. If you want to know about his history, he's traveled the world, trained around a lot of esteemed five-star chefs, Michelin-rated restaurants, the whole nine. He has it, all the accolades. But he is from the IE. He's from the murder. He's from Reno Valley. He went to Vista Del Lago. He went. He was out there with all, like, this is, it ain't no difference. That's why I always do this show, and that's why I always tell people. People always talk to me, and they always talk to my friends, my brothers. Like we, like we, some spe- like no, bro. It could be you. You could do it. What advice 
do you have for people that might be in the IE that's cooking or might even think like I want to do something where I see the world like I could be on the shows what advice do you have for them because there wasn't a lot of people that we could see growing up that was like that keep working keep grinding man you can't really worry about what the next person is thinking and if you think about money you're never going to make it I was doing I started my catering business I was doing for six seven months free events where I was either breaking even or I was losing money if it's your passion, you got to love it, too. Don't just do it. I can cook food and make money. That You're never going to make it like that. So if you want to really, if you have something you want to put your mind to, don't think about money. Don't think about nothing. Put your all into it. Put love into it. Because lo- if, if you taste in my food, there's love in each bite. There's not no cap. Food. There's love in each bite. I don't just throw stuff together. So, man, just uh, keep grinding. Stay motivated, man. And uh, we got to make it, man, from Reno Valley, California, man. We all... We, we all we got. If you know about Moreno Valley, everybody around, the Food Network knows about, they didn't know what Moreno Valley was. I was like, I'm from Moreno Valley, California. Like, Where is that? They looked it up. They were shocked. Like, You're from there? Yes, I'm from Moreno Valley. And I'm not scared to show, tell nobody. I'm going to always rep it, man. We're always going to be live. Murder, man. You know what it is. Shout out to the person on my comments that said they should put a statue of me and Kawhi Leonard. In Moreno Valley. <laughs> 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 comedy. I was like, that would be dope. If I accept, I accept, I can accept that. If, if we had, a, if we had a if Mount Rushmore, Moval, we might have to bring that up. I want next time we have your all green radio, we're gonna bring up the Mount Rushmore Marina Valley. We could put up a, a staple of like who should be on that shit. Yeah. I have a couple names I would like to nominate. You is on there, Kawhi's on there. I ain't gonna say no more because it's gonna get real political. Yeah. It'll get real political. <laughs> but now, nah, um, real shit, trendy. Uh, sorry, I'll cut you off, but. Go ahead and finish your statement. All right, I'll cut you off. Oh, no, no, I was just shouting everybody out, man. But yeah, man, just uh, stay true to yourself. Stay humble. People hit me up all the time. You just on the food network, man. How are you so, so humble about it, man? What, what am I supposed, I'm supposed to be humble about? Um, witness, man. You're supposed to do it to give back. You're supposed to show people. And, you know, it's a lot of kids in Moreno Valley that is, is was bad like we was growing up. Right. They might not make it out. They might get that life sentence or something, man. So I'm showing people. I'm actually speaking. Once all this is over with, I'm speaking at my old school, Vista Del Lago. I'm speaking to the students up there. You should. Uh, people hit me up. And the principal, teachers hit me up. It's like... Oh, Isn't that crazy? Me on the like, nigga, like, hey, man, like, you know who I am, right? Like, it's, I know this shit. Yeah, okay, you know what that is. I was the one jumping the fence, and they was chasing me in the cart. I was out of there. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's dope. But you, but you, but you made the decisions and you worked hard. You found your passion. Yeah. You went to school. Yeah. Became an accredited chef. Man, you said accredited. When I, when I first went to culinary school because I was just getting out of you know being bad and doing all, it was a lot of homies and friends like you went to culinary school. You putting on an apron? Uh, so no. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, so what are you doing, man? Like, come on. I'm like, come on. I'm doing my. Th- I didn't tell nobody. Nobody, not even my dad. I just signed up and went to culinary school by myself out of nowhere. What was it that sparked it, just out of curiosity? I have no idea, to be honest. Like, to be honest, I was just getting in so much trouble. I was like, what can I do? I never could. When I went to culinary school, I could not make a sunny side up egg. I couldn't make scrambled eggs. I couldn't cook. I was the only one in there that had no, zero experience, nothing. I've never cooked nothing. And it was like, man, I don't know if you're going to make it. Like, you don't know how to cook it. Egg, I'm like, oh no, I'm good at it. And then they, a chef sat down with me and really taught me the way, man. And I, I just took it from there. And I got most likely to succeed by the time I graduated. And most likely to succeed. Wow. And, and then trained out in Italy, yeah. went out there in Europe, that whole way. 
And then yeah. now we're here and you're on Food Network. No game advice for from the staff. Don't think that you a top chef right away. When I when I was in culinary school, it was Pink's Hot Dogs reached out to me to come cook hot dogs. They they sat down with all of us, right? And I was like, yeah. come, come cook some hot dogs, man, y'all. Fresh out of culinary school, a lot of chefs was like, no, man, I'm a chef now. I'm about to go to this restaurant, this restaurant. I raised my hand. I was like, man, I was going to make some hot dogs. Three years making hot dogs. Then I cooked for Jay Leno from that same manager. She was like, you know what? I'm going I'm I'm to I'm show you something. I want you to go in the kitchen. I got somebody that you're going to cook for. I cooked first. When the food went out, she was like, you just cooked for Jay Leno. Come eat it. Like, what? Then from there, Coachella. Uh, met Tien Tamara Mari's brother, uh, Taj Mari. Yeah. Then I just it just blew up, and all that chefs that tried to go straight to culinary school, they work in banks now. They work at Amazon warehouse. None of them are still. It's because you're a humble and you took that first position because you don't know how God is gonna come in. I hate to always get spiritual with it, but you know how I am. to call it that. Nothing happens just by accident. By that was strategically planned for you to win, and you did. Only one that raised my hand out of that's crazy students that went to go cook hot dogs. Everybody laughed at me too. They was like, "You go to cook hot dogs? You gotta go to this." If you would say out of that percentage, how many of them are still in school or in? I mean, not in the industry of culinary. Out of the people who didn't take the job, out of your graduate, how many people is in your graduating class? My graduating class is about thirty, and I think two of us might be cooking right now. And my one of my best friends that was in culinary school. Um, he's a he's a barber. He never worked in a restaurant after graduating. Not one. He's never. He doesn't know what it feels like. But he knows. He got all the same schooling you got. Same schooling, but when he left, he was like, you know what? No, nah, this 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 is not for me. I'm gonna go back to barbering. So it's not for everybody. But man, there's a lot of people I'm telling you. A lot of people they they laugh when I went to go cook hot dogs. And I, then I got in Coachella five six years. Saw Tupac hologram for free, getting paid. That was my first year at Coachella. I was like, I'm getting paid thousands to watch this. And everybody else is, yeah, of course, Coachella fine. You want to pay for it. But I'm getting paid to watch the same thing that they're watching. So I was like, man. This is I crazy. remember when I first when I first went to Coachella and I did my first DJ's, uh, my first hosting set, actually. And this year was my first DJ set that I was going to actually DJ at Coachella. But then COVID, you know, so now we're just waiting. It's still happening. All these years, man. We go to Coachella, but I've never been to Coachella. We're always on two different wavelengths. It's always second. I never go first weekend. Um, and I think you go first weekend. I always go first weekend. <laughs> I, I have to get it out there. I can't wait. I'm like, I'm going. I got to see. I got to see every time. But nah, Trendy, man, I appreciate you so much, bro. Honestly, you're I, not even like just because you're my friend, but you're a true inspiration, bro. Like, I hope people know. I've watched you from high school yeah. to like where we really didn't talk and then I just out of nowhere you're cooking and I was just like I have to try your food yeah. and then from there you've cooked for my family yeah. you cook like you're. that's why I say if when I get this money and I need a personal chef if I can afford you I'm for sure hiring you like and when we say cook for his family one of the most important Meals of the year, Thanksgiving. If somebody trusts you with their whole Thanksgiving dinner, man, that's trust. I've never, I haven't cooked Thanksgiving dinner in just context. My father passed away seven years ago now, this year, it'll be seven years. We didn't have Thanksgiving dinner really as a family the first three years, four years after he passed away. Like it was spot, like we kind of did, but not really. 
I, I moved into my house. I was trying to sober up. I was trying to get my shit together. And I was like, you know what? I want to have my family. I want to I want to have my family. If I have to take the torch, I'm going to do it. If I have to make the dinners and bring everyone together, cool. But I want Trendy to cook. I can't do it. I just know I don't have that pressure. My mom married a chef. So she is expecting that was more fire. Yeah, not only I wasn't cooking for a normal family for Thanksgiving. This is on a <laughs> And he came through with the deep fried turkey. He came through with the prime rib of what's like he, I didn't had the wings from him. We had wings last year. He made like a two, three hundred wings for my family. So when I tell you this man can cook, this isn't by this isn't by luck. This isn't by like, oh, I just put myself in a position to be. No, this man put the work in. It can really cook. And I'm proud of you, bro. And I want to tell you on my show, on my platform, I'm extremely proud of you. And I'm happy to see you grow. Not only as a man, but as a cook in doing what you want to do for your life as a chef. Excuse me, not cook. Anybody could be a cook. Yeah. You got to go to school to be a chef. That's what my daddy told me. That's what my dad, that's Greg Kyle's words. That's not his words. That's, not my, that's my dad's words. So a lot of people don't say that, man. A lot of people, you don't got to go to school. You don't have to. But for someone that went to school, we're always going to know a little bit more than you. How are you going to find this word on my, how are you going to find what mise en place? How is that going to be in your head? You have to right. go to school. You're not going to randomly, I'm going to search up mise en place. You don't know what that word is. You haven't right. been in Italy. You haven't trained with some of the best chefs in the world. So you gotta, I, I would advise going to school. I'm not alive. I wouldn't go to school. I'd be cooking at home with no permits, no nothing, no business. It's selling random plates. Like, and shout out to people that's doing that. Cause it's yeah. Bad. And nothing's wrong with that. Like I don't ever hate on those hustle doing that, but it's like, how about this? Oh no, that's hustle. You, you like a nigga to me. That's like hard as hell at playing basketball, but you just like playing at LA Fitness. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever want to go to Cal Baptist and just yeah. start trying to get it. Maybe I might go to RCC. Maybe I might just hoop at the, at the D-League just trying to do a tryout. Like, why don't you go against the Stars? Yeah, I'm going to express your game. Nothing wrong with that. Cause I'm, all, I'm from Marina Valley. We hustle. It's all yes. about hustle. Right. But I can't respect people that put the word chef and everything. They using chef like it's nothing now. You you cooking in the kitchen. You just saying you're a chef. I didn't call myself a chef until three years after graduating college. Until after making high dollars. Until after cooking for Jay Leno. Until after becoming a sous chef at the Mission Inn Hotel. Like I, I didn't I didn't call myself a chef for a long time. So you just these people throwing out that name means a lot to you because you earn that. You put in work in it, and that's the context of it. It's not so much of a diss. It's more so of a just have appreciate appreciation yeah. for my work. That I put in to earn like, that title. You haven't seen people cut off fingers. If you haven't cut your skin so deep, you see the white meat like in grinding, putting a bandaid on, and keep going back, falling asleep with a, a book on you. Like, Man, I was just talking about that with my mom on Mother's Day. We were talking about my daddy when he cut his his uh, finger off in the kitchen. I saw it hang, and all he did, all he said was "shit," and it wrapped it. Held his head like this and then finished cutting everything, finished cooking, and then took himself to the hospital because he wanted to cook for us. At that time, I didn't realize how much swag that was. But okay. let me tell one little story with that. So, um, fabricating chicken, you're getting each, you know, you're getting each item off of the chicken, you're getting the wings, you're getting the breast, you're getting everything. I could not fabricate chicken and, and culinary school, so I would cut myself so deep and just wrap it and keep going. And a chef had to grab me one time, pull me out the kitchen. My mom, man, we, we, we got you. Like, I understand you in this. 
but we let, let's get you to a hospital. I was like, nah, man, finger halfway coming. I'm like, nah, I'm getting back in there. I'm, I'm cooking. I wrapped that thing and went back. So it's like, man, this, this thing is no joke. People don't know. People ain't been through that stuff. Yeah. That's the set. Bro, but Trendy, man. <sighs> I appreciate you, man. We got to bring you back on. Trendy Chef Everything Seasoning. 23rd. 23rd. My boy, Rock, man. I appreciate you for just coming in, man. Chilling out this morning, giving us the health advice. Oh, wait. If y'all didn't catch it, we met on a movie set. We're going to get to that another time. But, man, this is my boy right We're going to bring you back. You both back on when you guys talk about your collab. You ready to launch it and talk? Come back on. You guys know y'all family, okay? But, um... Give me a hammer, too, man. Yeah, man. Um, Hey, you need you guys want to hit me up? Um, go on Facebook at Rashad Bailey, R-A-S-H-A-D Bailey, or go to Instagram. It's R-O-C underscore 2000. Um, I'm not normal, so, yeah. hey, so this is so circle. different. So, yeah. hey, so you think I love it. I'm like a regular freaking personal trainer. Man, like he, he had me on, I was passed out in the, in the, when we was working out in the garage. And I'll tell you, I was on the floor. I was like, man, I can't breathe. Hold on, wait a minute. Uh, he, he, and he's patient with you, too. Uh, I'm going to hit you up, bro. I'm going to hit you up. Real shit. I'm going to talk to you, bro. But um, for all your podcast needs, audio and visual, go to ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about us section put in Big Cali World? You'll get that special discount, that special rate for all your podcasts. Also, for all your clothing accessories, go to UCBLifestyle.shop. You already know what it is, man. We got some special stuff going. We're going to get you some shit, too. We're going to have some collabs. I'm going to talk to Dre. We have to get you some trendy, some special trendy chef UCB collab cookware. Ooh. Cookware, cook fits. Like, I was thinking about that. I am no Dre's down for that, so I got to talk to Big Bro. That'll be tight. I'll rock that all day. <laughs> yeah, but um, also, for this podcast... Big Cali World Podcast and Argument Radio. You can go to BigCaliWorld.com. It is available on all streaming services and YouTube. Um, please subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell somebody. We try to, we not even trying, we're growing this. It's happening. And uh, the only way we can do it is together, man. So, uh, any, um, that's my last words, man. I appreciate you both coming on the show. The show, the show. And, uh, Trendy, one more time, say your handles and say your website one more time for the people. Website, thechefTrendy.com. All my handles are mostly Trendy underscore Seth. If you put in Trendy Seth, Google, not trying to tell you, but Google it, anything, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pop up, man. Um, trendy and watch Seth. him. You'll see the uh, weirdo Seth. Uh, you'll know why once you see my page. And watch them on Food Network season two of Food what's Network it called? Out, man. You can see it on the Food Network app. Um, it's on YouTube. It's not the best quality, but if you want to... Man, go to the Food Network app, drop the dollar fifty or whatever it costs. Yeah. And watch the episode. He's okay. front of murder. This is our own. And he won that shit. I won, I <laughs> love you, brother, man. It's the man with the plan at Clark Kemp. Some ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali, man. Trendy Chef, my boy, Rock. Appreciate y'all coming through, man. One. Big Cali world all the time. Extra lit. Fresh like C, built like bear, nigga strong like tree, strong like Kush, too hype like E, entourage stick so thick like she, first class bitch, you know all three seats, got the pass like free, talking free like cheap, you gon' cheat, hoodie bigger than whatever you gon' be, we gon' stack like cheese, that's a hundred some G's, nigga, Cali world all the time, 
world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit.